This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. All right, what is going on? Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm here with Pastor Stuart Perryman of Agape Christian Church. Let me just first say, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Steve. I'm doing great, man. God is good. God is so good, and God is so faithful. So I'm good, man, in a brand new year, right? Yeah. We're in 2021, man, so I'm, I'm grateful, man. I'm good. Man, yep, yep, yep. I'm getting amped up because I just feel like God's going to speak some truth through you today. I don't Amen. know what it's going to look like. I don't know what it's going to sound like. but We pray that he'd have his way. So We did. That's all about him having his way now. We yeah, did. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Real quick before we get into it, uh, this is a game ball for Peanut Butter Bowl. I'm putting it over Mark's head because I don't know which camera he's on, but he's got us. And I want to present it to you and Agape Christian Church. And it just says, Pastor Stuart Perryman, thank you, and Agape Christian Church could not have done this without you. I'll give the real quick information, and let me hand that to you. Thank you. Uh, man, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank so you. the re- I'm going to try to give the quick version is that we are at 17,000 jars of peanut butter that we had collected up until the point where, um, man, we'd done some good things, but we wanted to get to 20,000. And so we added the goal line push. And we needed two more games. And that is one of the places where you came in was you've got people from Judson and people from Wagner, coaches that you work with when you go into their locker rooms and speak to their football teams. You know those guys. And so we added Judson Wagner as one of our peanut butter bowls. And the amazing thing is that you just jumped in all on board. You're like, we're going to give peanut butter. Don't you worry about that. And you came through, you and your church came through big. As soon as y'all, we opened like the line so that people could give, y'all gave a bunch of peanut butter on behalf of Judson and a bunch of peanut butter on behalf of Wagner. I don't know which one came first, but it was the exact same amount. I thought that was so cool. I thought that was kind of like Solomon's wisdom. <laughs> like it was on behalf of Wagner and on behalf of Judson. And immediately, just because of you guys, I was like, man, we're, we're going to make it. We're going to get to 20,000. We're going to do it. And then their communities did a great job. So I just want to say thank you so much. No, it's an honor. And again, just knowing the area and being in the community with both Coach Will and Coach Bruce, um, both schools. Um, I know teachers and coaches in both schools. We got kids in both schools. Yeah. And just the community. It's a, it's a great community. It's a giving community. Yeah. Um, and so it's just a joy to be able to partner with a great mission, a great mission to help feed folks. And, again, that's our responsibility as a church. You know, that's something that I've always felt. When, when Jesus fed the 5,000, yeah. um, when he fed the 5,000, he told his disciples, you feed them. And, of course, they were like, well, where are we going to get enough to feed all of these? He said, yeah. well, you know, you feed them. Yeah. But what I all, all, I, my takeaway from that, and yeah. I often share with other people, is Jesus didn't send them to the government. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Fasten your seatbelts. Jesus did not send them to the government. He said, you do it. Yeah. We have a responsibility as a church, and we have a supernatural God who knows how to provide, just like Jesus provided. Yeah. Those two fish and five loaves, he blessed them, and it fed 5,000, and they had extra. Right. They had extra. So, you know, again, just being part of a giving community, um, our church is a giving church. 
Um, and we're the ch- we are the church of the living God. Yeah. He has all the resources, brother. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, why, why not? Why not do our part and allow God to shower down what he does? Let him do what he does. So yeah. that's that's what it's all about. A great community, both schools, both um, both programs are great programs. Yeah. Been a part of them, um, partnering with them, working with those kids. Great kids. It's just a great community to be able to help. Um, with that call. So well, that's awesome. we're grateful, man. Well, man, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank yeah, you. yeah. So I, t- I told you off air, we're going to take that back and we're going to get All that. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll lend it back for a minute, man. <laughs> I already put my hands on it now. So it's good. It's yours. All right. It's all right. yours. But uh, I want to get autographs from those Jets and football players mm, and Wagner Thunderbirds that. and uh, Coach Will and Coach Bruce. So I'm going to. See, I didn't bring a little rubber band. It'll it'll hold there. All right, but uh, right right on there, I put Matthew fourteen sixteen because, uh, and that's exactly what you just said. Uh, Matthew fourteen sixteen is you give them something to eat, and that's how this mission started years ago. I mean, I felt like Jesus was saying, as I look back on it, you know, it's like you give them something to eat, and I was like, man, I got two slices of Wonder Bread and half a jar of Jif. I've got, I don't have much. And then Jesus has done exactly what you said, and through people and partnerships with churches and with schools, uh, Jesus has multiplied this thing. So, but that's a testament yeah. to your faith. I mean, you had to take a step. Yeah, right? you had you had to get out the boat. Yeah, and so once you got out the boat, now you're still walking on water. And and as long as we keep our eyes on Christ, yeah. we're gonna be all right, Steve. Yeah, I we'll love be it. All right, man. I love yeah. it, Stu. That's awesome. All right, hey, uh, the day we got to really meet and hang out, I got to see your church. And you took me around and gave me a tour, Agape Christian Church. Man, God is doing some amazing things. You all got a beautiful facility. I know it's not about the facility, but it is beautiful. To God be the glory. So what has God been doing to get you guys to this space? This has happened really fast. It happened really fast. So we're approaching seven years. April April will be seven years as a church family. That's crazy to me because I've seen your church. Yeah. And and again, God – it's God. It's yeah. God. And um, I share, you know, our, our, our vision statement or our little phrase, if you want to call it, is to love God, love people and watch him work. Ooh. OK. Say that again. <laughs> Say that love again. God. Yeah. Love people and watch him work. I like that third one. Yeah. Yeah. Watch him work. And that's been my experience. And so kind of a little history where that came from. So yeah. I was a former youth pastor, uh-huh. um, former youth pastor at Maranatha Bible Church, Randa Draper, my former pastor. Yeah. And um, he had asked me to serve as a youth leader, youth pastor. And so um, I remember going before God and I was like, okay, Lord, you know, this is new territory for me. And um, I remember picking up a book called The Purpose Driven Youth by mm. Doug Fields. Uh-huh. And I remember opening that book up. And as I started reading, the Holy Spirit said, close the book. Whoa. And so I closed the book and um, God clearly spoke to me, says, this is what I need you to do. If you love me and you love the kids, I'll build the ministry. Whoa. That was it was just as crystal clear. And so that was it for me. I love God with everything that I have and love those kids. Yeah. And God built an incredible ministry. What I do. Incredible youth ministry. It was incredible. And so when he launched me out to plant Agape, he says, nothing has changed. You love me, you love people, and I'm going to work. Wow. And so that's where it came from. And we launched out with that. And, yes, he's been working. He's still working and, and doing supernatural things in and, yeah. and, and such a short period of time. And then the other, the other side of it is God says, I'm going to do something where only I can get credit. Okay, come on. No man will be able to glory in, in what I'm going to do. 
And so that's the bottom line. It's yeah. it's look at God. Look at God. This is what he has done. Um, I don't I shared I shared a story with you once. I want to hear it. Um, I want to hear it again. Even when we yeah. transitioned, we started out in the Pat Booker um, Live Oak Movie Theater. Yeah. Pat Booker Road. We did, we spent a year there and kind of outgrew that. And then the Lord gave us a former Tejano nightclub. Um, at um, next to Rack Space on Walls of My 35, and yeah. so we moved in, renovated the uh, nightclub, turned into a play of light, wow. a place of light right. from a place of darkness. And so, you know, landlord was kind of difficult, I would say. <laughs> and um, he had a, a marquee sign that he agreed to, um, uh. agreed to allow us to highlight the church's name and promote the church times and you know things of that nature. And so, um, he didn't come through on uh-huh. his word. Uh-huh. And so, you know, again, I was a little distraught, but I was like, well, God, you know what? You're, you're bigger than that. I, I, I'll just trust you with it. How long did it take you to get to that point? Like, cause that's, that's not long, okay. not long, because okay. again, just this journey, man, God yeah. has just proven himself in so many different ways. He yeah. really has. We want to hear it. We have our moments, right? We have our moments. Okay. Let's be honest, but. I'm growing in that area where it doesn't take as long because God is a faithful God. He's okay. a faithful God. And so anyway, I yeah. you know, had the little moment, whatever. But I said, okay, God, I'm not going to stress over that, you know. Let it go. Well, it was around, I don't, I don't remember what year it was, but we had a tremendous storm, hailstorm, and it was really bad. Yeah. Well, lightning struck. Now, he put our name up there, but it was only for maybe a few seconds. But his business was up there uh-huh. the majority of the time. Yeah. But the lightning struck. And it throws our name on no. the sign. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, what? talking about watching him work. And so our name was no. frozen up there. <laughs> Agape Christian Church, Church. frozen. <laughs> and so again, like he says, I got it. I yeah. got it. If you learn to trust me, I'll do. I'll do the supernatural. And so it's been about loving God, loving God's people. And watching God yeah, work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back up a little bit even, because I loved all your stories here, and I didn't know that one. So tell me about even when you first launched. I remember I don't remember the details. I just remember, like, it came down to the wire and that movie theater. You may have it. You may not. Yeah. I mean, can you tell us a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah. So the Lord had put in my spirit that we were to have our first service on Resurrection Sunday 2014. That was April 20th. Yeah. Resurrection Sunday. And so that was in my spirit. And my buddy Eric Jackson and I, you know, we were all over town trying to find a spot. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, I mean, even, you know, we, we went to a funeral home and I was like, we can't start no funeral. <laughs> we can't start a church in a funeral home. I'm sorry. And so we did a verbal agreement with the um, Fairfield Inns um, Hotel. Yeah. Um, it was a verbal agreement. But then, you know, Eric and I began talking. The Holy Spirit was working and saying, okay. listen, both of you guys, family, you know, it's a maximum occupancy of like 83. Yeah. He says, you know, you guys got family. He's a barber. It's like you were probably, you know. And so wow. I had three different people ask me, have you looked into Regal Cinemas, the movie movie theater? Yeah. And on the third one, I said, okay, Lord, the Lord must be really trying to tell me something. Yeah. And so, of course, I Googled Regal yeah. Cinema, and at the bottom, it had theater church. So clicked on it. And so, man, I looked, and it's like they specialize in helping church plants. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, cool. You know, we'll, we'll look into it. And so contacted them, told us it was going to be $540 um, a week. Uh-huh. Now, now think about that. Oh, that adds up in a hurry. Yes. And you, and, and you don't know. You don't even know who's coming. Uh uh-uh, uh. And right. so my buddy twenty five grand, like I mean Yeah, well well it was twenty two hundred and some change yeah. for four Sundays. You had a fifth Sunday, now you're looking at twenty six hundred. Yeah, yeah. You had yeah. it down, brother. Yeah, we had yeah. it down. <laughs> and so um I was like, Well man, Eric, you know, 
man, that's five forty a week, brother. We, you know, we don't know, you know. And he was my buddy who yeah. hadn't really been in church. Yeah. Looks at the pastor and says, "Well, where's your faith?" Oh, he hadn't been in church. <laughs> he called me out, right? And I was like, "You know what? I can't argue with you. You're right, brother. You're right." And so we stepped out on faith. And so um, speaking with Regal Cinema, and and then we were going back and forth to Pat Booker because they didn't have a contract. Pat Booker was saying, well, we don't have anything in writing, um, but but you'll be you'll be okay. You'll be okay. And I was like, yeah, uh, I, I need something in writing. You'll be okay. No, you'll be fine. You'll be. <laughs> and we hadn't we we hadn't publicized it yet. You know, oh we were still gosh. trying to just lock down the location. Yeah. And so the twentieth was approaching, and so the Wednesday before, the Wednesday before, no written contract, all verbal. Um, I posted it on Facebook. Yeah. The Spirit of God said, just post it. Just so put I it put up. word out. I said, hey, this Sunday at Pat Booker, um, Live Oak Theater, Agape Christian Church is having our first service. Did you put a little asterisk? <laughs> <laughs> little footnote at the bottom. I, I, like, I, no, I didn't. I didn't. I really didn't. And so I was like, man, we need a written contract. And so, of course, you're you thinking about all of these things. But yet you're saying, okay, God, okay, God, you got this thing. Steve, Saturday night. Saturday night, checking my email, and there the contract was. Oh my gosh! And so Sunday morning, when I tell you, um, I, I I I get emotional. Yeah. Because the morning we had our first service, that morning, man, people started showing up. And I who mean, who was showing up? Who? Just who? folks that I've known over the years. Yeah. Folks that I knew in ministry. Um, just people, and then people that I reached out on on social media. Yeah. You know, um, they just started showing up. Yeah. And you know how it goes once, you know, you, you have that first service. It's like, well, everybody came. How many of y'all coming back next week? You know? Right, right. Um, and they just kept coming. They kept wow. coming. They kept coming. And, you know, here we are, you know, six years later, and God is still adding to the church. Yeah. yeah. Some of those people told you, like, we've just been waiting for you to start a church. Yeah. So Eric was one of them, right? Yeah. My buddy yeah. that wasn't in. I, I called him. He was one of the first persons I called. I said, hey, Jack, the Lord put on my heart to plant a church. He said, Stu, I've been waiting on this. Wow. Um, another friend of mine, Greg Jackson, he and I went to school together, and um, he saw it on social media. Yeah. And he messaged me right away and said, Stu, I've been waiting on this, man. I'm I'm with you, brother. I believe in what God is going to do. Wow. And he's been there ever since, you know. Wow. And so God, he had people ready. And Tim Russo, yeah. you know, a mutual friend of ours, yeah. it was Tim who kind of started all of this, you know. And Tim spoke, spoke into my life, and God used him to really speak yeah. into my life. Yeah, remind me what he said um, again. When remind we were meeting, me I was that. just kind of telling him, you know, some things that I was dealing with. Yeah. He said, well, Stuart, you don't know how many people are waiting on you to put a stake in the ground. Mm. And when when he said that, I knew God had spoken through him. Yeah. And it began to help me start planning. Yeah. Right. And have a little bit more courage. Um, yeah. Coach John Val, good brother in the yeah. Lord. Yeah. Sure. Um, I went I, I just started visiting. I went over to visit his church. And I remember the band was playing, and he was actually at Johnson High School oh, at yeah, the time. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And um, I remember going over there, and he was, man, he was such an encouragement during that those early stages okay. of encouraging me, yeah. um, stepping out on faith. And um, his church was really was doing great, man. I wanted, wanted to go check it out. He had a band, and they were singing that morning the song called You Make Me Brave. Don't ask me who Yo, the artist is. I love is. that song. I don't even know who the artist is. Yeah. I had never heard that song in my life. Whoa. But I heard it that morning, and God was speaking to me through that song, and He in the courage that I needed yeah. to really step out on faith. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was it was taking those words to heart. What Tim said, you don't know how many people are waiting on you to put a stake in the ground, and um, just 
this past Monday, yeah, we had a homegoing celebration from a brother, dear bro- um, brother in the church. Okay, um, Alan okay. went home to be with the Lord, but this is a brother who grew up in my neighborhood. Yeah, who was unchurched. Really, and one of the brothers at the church led him to the Lord. Manuel led him to the Lord, and he joined Agape. And he came because we had our one-year anniversary at Judson's Performing Arts Center. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful out there. And um, that was his first service. He was invited. He came. He was unchurched. And he got saved, um, baptized, gave his life to the Lord, man. And, And then the Lord called him home over the holidays. And he's from my neighborhood. Yeah. And he was one of the ones that Tim was speaking of. He said, Stuart, you don't know how many people or waiting on you to put a stake in the ground. Right. He was right out of my neighborhood. So, so yeah, God's just been, man, he's just good, Steve. Man. I can go all day, brother. Good. I can good. go all day. Good. Yeah. All right, well, back up a little bit more if you don't mind. Um, and if God's leading you in a different direction, we'll, we'll go somewhere else. But, I, I mean, you may not like it, but I, I've been calling you God's point guard. Because, <laughs> I mean, you played some basketball, and then I just see, like, that leadership that a point guard, a really good point guard has to have. And I see those people just, they were looking to you as a leader long before when you, even before you were really right with the Lord or however you want to put it, Mm -hmm. they still, they followed you. There's something about you as a leader. And that's why I love that. I love that God's point guard. I mean, you can can not, but I I really like it. No, and and I appreciate that. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned, so a good friend of mine, um, Maurice Dominique, he's a member of the church. Okay. Um, And again, you know, we go back. We we grew up together in the same neighborhood on the east side of San Antonio. And so, um, you know, Maurice was like, he was kind of coming, then then he'd kind of disappear. And so, you know, I called him and I said, hey, Mo, listen, man, you play power forward. (laughs) Right. I All said, right. Eric Eric was a shooting guard. Jack was a shooting guard. Okay. I said, brother, look, all you had to do was fill the lane, you know, and I'm going to make sure you got the rock, right? I'm going to make sure you got the rock. I love Let's it. Let's do it for the kingdom. I need oh, you to fill the man. lane right now. No way. Man. And so he ended up joining him and his wife, man. So, yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's, it's just it's, it's how God, man, will just take someone that's so undeserving, someone who – Failed in so many areas of life, man. I mean, I failed in a lot of areas of life. What does that mean? Um, maybe that's going to encourage somebody today that's so, listening. So for me, you know, I got kicked out of high school. Okay. You know, that's how I ended up going to a different high school. Yeah. Um, I failed in the military. You know, um, you I failed in the military. I didn't get promoted like okay. I probably should have or could have. Okay. Yeah, you know, I was playing basketball, right? Yeah. I was playing basketball, and I missed out on my promotion. So I began to look at that. Okay. Right. And, and, and in my college career. Right. Um, I was on a basketball scholarship at St. Phillips. Coach Don Eddy from UTSA oh, yeah. at the time. Uh, yeah, that's a famous name. Coach Don Eddy actually came to one of our games. We were playing a national team out of Mexico. And I remember him coming to the game and he pulled me aside. He says, you keep listening to Coach Meyer. Earl Myers was our coach at the time. He says, you keep listening to Coach Meyer. And um, he says, I'll give you a look next year. Right. Yeah. But I, I wasn't going to class. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I end up failing a class. Yeah. And then I lost all those opportunities. Wow. And, and who knows how many other opportunities would have come. Yeah. You know, and so I failed in every area of life. Dang, man. And and I knew that there was a calling on my life. You did. I knew it. You did. <laughs> you know, I knew it. And eventually when I when I finally surrendered it, when I got out of the military in nineteen ninety five, I just said, God, here's my heart. Here's all of me. Mm. I'm gonna leave the alcohol alone, I'm gonna leave all this other stuff alone. Mm. And it was at that moment where God began to just show himself mighty. 
and then God began to restore. And you know, all of all of us think we're going to make it to the NBA when we're growing up or whatever. And that was always something like, you know, oh well, you know, I didn't have the, I don't, I don't believe I had the talents. But God, with God, nothing, nothing's right. impossible. There are people in the league right now. We're all scratching our heads, saying, "Well, man, I probably could have," <laughs> you know. But the joy in all of this is when I surrendered to God. And this is kind of when we began the church back in 2014. Yeah. Harvey Pendleton is a chaplain for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. He's okay. one of the members of the church. He mentored me in my marriage early on. Yeah. He's one of the members of the church. He's a chaplain for the Spurs. He says, Stuart, I want you to do a chapel with the Spurs. And I was like, okay, God's point cool. guard. Cool. <laughs> and so the cool thing about it, it was against the Golden State Warriors. Come on now. Mark Jackson was still the head coach okay. at the time. Yeah. Strong Christian. Yeah. Strong Christian. Yeah. And so we get down there. We're running late. We're rushing. We get there, and Mark Jackson is sitting um, inside, outside the door of the room that we meet in, and um, he meet for the first time, meet, Dang, and he says, man, yeah. I'm excited, you know, to sit in the devotion with you. And so then right after that, Steph Curry. Oh, I didn't know the, the Warriors. It's like a joint team. Yeah, it's both oh, teams. Oh, I didn't yeah, know Yeah, the that. home team and yeah. the visiting okay. teams are welcome to come to the devotion. Yeah, all right. And so Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Steve Blake, David Lee, they were all part of the team Come at that on. time. And then I believe the general manager, I can't remember his name, yeah, he yeah. came in as well. Okay. And so we had devotion. And so after the devotion, you know, of course, they got to go get ready for the game. Right. And then we get a chance to go get tickets and sit to the game. And so we come through the tunnel. Yeah. Just like the players. Right? Oh, come on. And so as it was Danny Green in front of me, Kawhi was in, in front of me, and they were walking towards the court. And so um, I walked on the court, and right then the Holy Spirit arrested my attention mm. and said, when you do it my way, I'll get you here. Mm. But it'll be the way I want you to be here. Oh, come on now. Come on. Man, God is good. God, God is, good. is good, brother. God is good. But still, but still, <laughs> when you were looking at Mark Jackson, you're like, man, I bet I could take that guy right now. Come on. <laughs> I was quicker come than on. Mark. I knew Mark was slow. <laughs> he had the height on me, but he was slow. But, and, you know, and, I, and again, man, he's such a spirit-filled guy. Yeah. He prayed for our church, man. Really? Yeah, Mark prayed for our church, man. He prayed for our church. He sure did. Wow. And we were just launching. So God was, con- he was confirming with miracles, signs, yeah. and wonder. Yeah. Wonders what he had called us yeah. to do. Yeah, and he stopped you and said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're on the court, but my way. Oh, man, that's yeah. awesome. That's the greatest greatest feeling. That is awesome. Yeah. All right, well, tell me, uh, tell me more what the Spirit has been leading you lately. What's the Spirit been telling you? So I think for us, it's disciple making. Yeah, I want to hear about this. I'm going to take some notes. (laughs) (laughs) And Kirk Freeman from Crossbridge Church, um, good brother in the Lord. I thank God for the connections. And that's another thing. God is connecting our city. He's connecting the church. He's connecting the churches. Okay. The church and the city. There's only one church. Right. So Kirk is a dear brother of mine. And um, he shared with me his vision on disciple making and. Um, uh, the model that they use at his church, and he talked about the exponential growth, the multiple uh, multiplication growth yeah. that they've experienced. And so, you know, we adopted that at our church. And um, I did a message on that first message of the year yeah. um, from Matthew twenty eight eighteen through twenty um, eighteen through twenty. Yeah, where Jesus says, "Look, all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Um, therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, teaching yeah. all of that." Right, and so. I preached that message as a launching pad for our vision this year of disciple making. Okay. Not church goers, but disciples. Come on. Right? And and I believe we've done a good job of getting people to go to church. But I think we really need to focus on and do a better job of making disciples. And in that in that whole passage, it was just a breakdown from that passage. The point first point that I use is that we need to embrace the excitement. 
of okay. making disciples. All right. Embrace it. If Jesus says, I have all authority, yeah. and then he ends with, I'll be with you yeah. always, even to the end of the age. If he's rolling with me, yeah. then I can I can expect to experience some stuff along the way, yeah. right? And right. as the disciples went out, according to Mark's gospel, the disciples went out, and the scripture says they they were accompanied with signs. Right. You know, right. and so we, we, we need to embrace the excitement yeah. of getting out and making disciples. And then the other thing we have to be um, we have to engage every ethnicity. Yeah. We have to engage every yeah. ethnicity it says all nations. Right. right. And so, again, especially now in the times in which we live, man, we're right. the church of the living God. Right. And Christ, Come all on. of that's done away with. Um, we're one. There's right. neither Greek nor Jew. Right. right? Um, we're one in Christ. And so we engage every ethnicity. We have the answer to we have the answer to all of these social problems. Right. The church has the answer. Yeah. We've just got to model it. We've got to model it. We've got to be willing to engage every ethnicity. And then in the end, we got to be willing to evangelize and educate, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, yeah. and then teaching them what yeah. I've commanded you. Right. And yeah. so and, and the blessing is. What Jesus commanded, a lot of it's in red. You know, you got the yeah. red letter Bible, you know. Um, but, of course, he is the word of God. So from Genesis to Revelation, it's still about him. Right. So we, we've embraced that. And I'm excited because um, many of our church members have, have said, hey, we, we want to do this thing. We yeah. had over um, 32. We had 32 people on a yeah. training call last night, um, 32 Zoom call last night on the training piece of it. Man, that's pretty great because people are kind of zoomed out anyway. So you get 32 people on the yeah, Zoom. Yeah, exactly. You might be setting a record exactly, right now. Exactly. So, yeah, so 32 were on there. Great. And it's encouraging because he only had 12. Come on. Come so on. if we got 32, man, that's Come exciting. On. So I'm, I'm pumped up about that. And so that's kind of where we're going. It's not a new – it's nothing new. It's something that we should have been doing. Okay. You know? And so we really, really want to focus in on that. What is it – can you kind of break it down even a little bit more just on what that discipleship making is going to be looking like? Yeah. So, so again, Kurt, Kurt gave us a method, and it's um, called. It's, okay. It's, the acronym is CALLED, CALLED, C-A-L-L-E-D. C stands for Celebrate, A is Accountability. One L is learn, other L live, uh, E is equip, and then D is disciple. Yeah. Discipler. And so it's okay. a method that we use. And so really getting into small groups, you know, if you got one person, you can do one on one, but really no more than three or four, right? Okay. And okay. so when we come together, we celebrate. We hold each other accountable. Remember yeah. our scripture, pray scripture, learn how to share the gospel, share our testimony, things of that nature. Then we do a Bible study, yeah. learn the word of God, and then uh, apply the word of God. How am I going to live this? Yeah. Right? That's the live it part. And then equipping gets into, you know, what is it that God is really calling you to do? Yeah. And then the goal is to multiply, make disciples yeah. to go make more disciples where yeah. it becomes reproducible. And again, Kirk, man, I, I thank God for that brother. Good brother, man. Yeah. So we're using your stuff, Kirk. We're using your stuff. <laughs> I love it. Man, it seems like you're very connected to a lot of pastors around San Antonio. How did that happen? Um, again, just having the mindset that there's one church. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit just began to connect. And so Tim, again, Tim Russo, yeah. um, he and I have gone back and we, we've gotten together with other nine other pastors in the city. And we kind of started meeting together. Then we began to worship together. It was, it was really an awesome time. Yeah. So we've been doing life together. Then Randy Garcia. Um, we were able to connect yeah. with Randy Garcia. Well, come to find out, Randy Garcia um, from Fortress Church has been meeting with a group of pa- pastors for almost 20 years. If not 20 years, probably 20 years or more. Yeah. They've been meeting. Yeah. And so God connected us. And then with Ed at Community, yeah. um, Jeff um, with Grace Point, yeah. we connected, you know, and now with Kurt. And so we all sense that God is just bringing the church together. Okay. Like, and so... 
Um, before the elections, we talked about how important it was for us to maintain unity yeah. going into the elections. So we started the um, Christian Leaders of San Antonio, um, and which is a group of pastors as well as Christian leaders in the city that united. And we had that declaration of unity that yeah. we would not allow the elections to divide us. Yeah. And, and I believe that God used that Man. to help us to continue to maintain unity. And now we're more focused on going forward. And so we're going to keep reaching out to pastors. We're not going to stop. And yeah. and maybe this is an opportunity to let other pastors know and we, you know, hey, be a part of this, right. you know, link in with us. We're going to need each other. Yeah, we are going to need each other because the other side of it, Steve, what I believe is there's a false sense of unity mm. that is taking place in our world. What's that mean? Where you've got people who are not followers of Christ, people yeah. who have a a agenda that's not godly, that's not kingdom, mm-hmm. but they're coming together to do good things. Yeah. Okay. Feeding the hungry yeah. and doing those things, right? But yet their agenda is another agenda that's not kingdom. Yeah. And so the church, I believe the church, we have to be on one accord because we're going to be pushed out. That's the goal mm. is to push us out. Okay. And we, we're going to have to stand together. You can see it coming. I see it coming. Yeah. And, 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 and time is out. We can no longer operate independent of each other. We've got to come together. Mm. And he's coming back for his church. Right. You know, he's coming back for his church and and not this church or that church, right. but his church. Yeah, that's good. And so I believe the times, the the, the, the more difficult the times become, then we're, we're, we're knocking on the door of some turbulent times. 2020 yeah. was bad. Right. You know, we went through a lot, and yet God right. was still faithful. But it's only going to get worse. It's the word of God tells yeah. us that. Right. And former military guy as well. Yeah. You got to stick together in difficult times. And so I believe that's what God is calling the church to, particularly San Antonio. And so I'm excited that we are linking, linking up together. And God has pockets of pastors that have been meeting. And now he's linking us together. And so so that we will stand together in true unity. Right. Because Satan's a counterfeit. He's going to always counter God. Everything God does, Satan's going to counter so there's going to be a, a false sense of unity that we need to get our folks prepared for so that they don't fall for that. Okay. And, and know what the truth is. Yeah. Jesus said, you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. So that's what the Lord is really, I believe, calling the church to stand together. You sound like you're, uh, one of your gifts is kind of prophetic, it sounds like. Well, I, I, I just, as the Spirit <laughs> gives it to me, yeah. I'll just share it. But it's in the Word of God. Really, yeah. when we begin to read Scripture, right. it's already there. Right. You know, it's already there that times are going to get worse. Right. I mean, we just pay attention to what's going on. Lawlessness. Jesus says lawlessness will abound. We've seen lawlessness in our country. Right. You know, and so these in love of many growing cold, we're we're experiencing these things. Right. Um, Paul told Timothy, this is what's going to happen in the latter days. We're seeing it. So I don't know. It's just paying attention. Yeah. You know, I think that's yeah. probably it. Yeah. Really paying attention. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. Talk to uh, talk to us about, you know, being spirit led. You've given us several examples just where you just feel the Holy Spirit just stop you in your tracks or just tell you stop reading that book or stop right here. I've got something for you to say. Uh, what does that look like just on the daily, you know, for you, Stu? It's it's where we begin to really pull away from the world and things of the world. Yeah. And really just seek God, right? You're just saying, Lord, I, I want to hear you. I want to see where you're working. I want to see where you're moving. Um, I, and, and really it gets, it's, it's, it, it's challenging because it causes us not to put our hands on things. <laughs> it causes good. us to sit still yeah. and be still and not move. And my experience is when I do that, God shows up. 
Yeah. He really shows up. And then he does it. And it's like, yeah, that was a God thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's, to me, is, is where it really begins of just stopping, surrendering, and saying, you know what? Yeah. I don't have, God, you, you, you can do this. Yeah. Let me just be still. Yeah. Let me just be still. Right? Yeah, we study and we prepare and all of that. And, but at the end of the day, you know, I'll give you what to say in that moment. Right. And when he gives it, man, you just know it's God. And then other people know that it's God. Yeah. And that's the whole point. We don't want them to see us. We want them to see him. Right. You know, and that's that's that has to be our hearts. And I, and I believe when we sit still and we allow God to be God and we don't have to stress, yeah. you know, we can we can experience victory. Yeah. We really can begin to experience victory when we allow the Holy Spirit to be in charge and not ourselves. And so yeah. just a stress free life. Um, Psalms 4610. Be yeah. still. Yeah. And know that I'm God. Yeah. Stop stressing. Stop worrying. You know, just stop. Yeah. And recognize me for who I am. That's good. Yeah, he does. It. Yeah. That's good. All right. We're with Pastor uh, Stuart uh, Perryman of Agape Christian Church. And, uh, man, I just appreciate this brother and what God has man, been doing in his life and in his church. Appreciate how you are so about the unity of the church. And, again, that's like an easy game to talk, but to actually, you know, live and do ministry and life together uh, can be hard. But it feels like it's happening in San Antonio, and, and I can't wait to see what God does with that. That's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you have any uh, any other just words on your heart for somebody who's, man, maybe discouraged? Maybe they're doing ministry, and it's, you know, we can see that your ministry is thriving, and we can see God at work, and maybe they're feeling like today, man— it's not been happening like that for me. Is there anything you can tell them today? Yeah, because God works in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, a church that I would visit, a former pastor, he's actually my pastor now, um, Pastor yeah. J.D. Sanders. He used to pastor um, a church in Lytle, Texas called Country Baptist Church. Okay. He was the original CBC. Uh-huh. <laughs> pastor Robert, um, he shares that story. But That's Pastor J.D. Sanders, he pastored Country Baptist Church in Lytle, Texas. Okay. And, you know, it, it wasn't going to grow into mega. Yeah. But they had the sweetest spirit. Mm. And it was such a wonderful place of worship. Mm. And I said, you know, if I didn't have a church home, man, that would be the place. Yeah. That would be the place. And so, again, comparing and looking at all yeah. of that, don't, don't. You focus on what God is giving you, and yeah. you celebrate that. That's good. And because spe- whatever He gives us is special. Yeah. Because God is special. Yeah. You know, he's going to take care of us, and He's going to give us His best. And so that would be my word of encouragement um, for for, for those good. that are in ministry. You know, don't don't compare. Yeah. You know, be content with what God is giving you, and celebrate it because yeah. it's great. It's yeah. great. And and like I said, that that's one of the greatest churches I've ever really been been affiliated with. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool. All right. What about just one last word I want to ask just for people that are listening today and maybe they're just really discouraged. Maybe they're not about the church, about their ministry. Just they're they're kind of feeling the the fears and the tense, the the tensions of the world and and all the covid craziness and everything. What, What would you have to say to them today who's just kind of feeling that sort of stress and weight? How can how can you help them today? So my my life verse, and I'll tie this together. Yeah. My life verse is Psalm thirty seven twenty three. The steps of a righteous mm. man are ordered by the Lord, and He takes delight in all of His ways. Yeah. And from my experience, is that when I pursued God with my whole heart and pursued yeah. pursued His righteousness, He began to order my steps. Yeah. I didn't 
didn't have to do it. He just ordered my steps. Yeah. And now I look back and I was like, God did that. God did that. God did that. And so that's my life verse. And I, and I would offer that word of encouragement. Just pursue him. Yeah. Just pursue him. Um, and then the other word that I will offer is know that God is sovereign. Mm. He's in charge. Mm. I shared that on Sunday. God is still calling the shots. <laughs> I love it. It doesn't matter who's in position. It doesn't matter what's going on. He is still a sovereign God mm. who is still calling the shots. Yeah. And you can trust that. And then again, if you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, yeah. I mean, that's where it starts, right? Of course, right. you need, you need a saving relationship with Christ, right. you know, and he'll give you his spirit. And it's, there's the greatest decision anyone can ever make right. is to make a decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ. That's right. And God will give you his spirit and he'll walk with you and he'll comfort you. I mean, he is the paraclete. He, he comes alongside to comfort us and direct yeah. us. And that's the greatest decision anyone can make. And again, now we have eternal life. Yeah. We have eternal life. And we realize that all of this is fading away. Right. All this is future ash pile. Yeah. Yeah. It's future ash pile. Um, but we have a home in glory, not yes. made, not made by human hands. And yes. So we look forward to that. But keep your eyes on God. He's sovereign. He's still calling the shots. He's not up there scratching his head wondering <laughs> what he's going to do next. He's in charge. Right. Yeah. That's good. That's a good yeah. word. All right, man. I, I, so grateful for your time today and grateful for your ministry and just who you are, your leadership, um, what God is doing through you in your church and around your church. And then, you know, again, just with pastors and they've got so much going on, then for you guys to jump on board, it would have just been the easiest thing in the world to not jump on board with, you know, helping us to feed hungry kids. But you just, man, you're just like, we'll take care of it. No, and that's we what appreciate you, you, Steve. Thank no, you. Man, Thank you for your heart. Um, to love on God's people, man, um, and because of your love for God, and um, and people are blessed by that. And again, just being part of a great community that you know that Wagner and Judson is in, um, it just gives us an opportunity to showcase who we are as a community as well to be able to give back. And so, thank you for the opportunity. Oh man, you're awesome. Hey, would you do me a favor and uh, just pray over our people that are catching the podcast or maybe on Facebook, uh, Facebook sure. Live? Maybe they just need a word from. From the Lord through your prayer. Sure. Lord, thank you again for this time um, to be on the airwaves, Lord God, and to invade the enemy's camp with truth. Father, we're so grateful. Thank you for Steve and KSLR, God, and the impact that they have for the kingdom of God. And then, Lord, thank you for every listener, um, Lord God, that, that tune in, Father, that will tune in. Lord, I pray that they will be encouraged to know that you're sovereign and that you're on the throne still calling the shots, mm-hmm. um, Lord God. Mm-hmm. And if all we have to do is just continually look towards you, Lord God. Be excited, Father yeah. God, that, that our redemption draws nigh. Lord, we're getting closer. We're getting closer to being with you. And that's exciting, Father God. And I, I just thank you for that. So, Lord, may, may hearts be encouraged. Help us to be about your business, Lord God. May we get out and make disciples, Lord God. May we engage every ethnicity. May we embrace the excitement, Lord God. Father, help us to evangelize and educate, Father God, as it relates to making disciples, Father. And we're, we're just grateful, Father. And so, God, again, you lead and we'll follow and you'll be glorified and your people will be edified. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Oh, man. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. yes. Good stuff, man. Dang. He took it to the rack. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, I just want to close. And, and, you know, you said Psalm 37, right? Yes. Is that what you said at the yes, end there? Seven twenty-three. Yeah, because I felt like yesterday in my prayer time with our, our church staff, I'm a youth pastor out at River City mm-hmm. Church, New Braunfels, and we were just praying. 
And uh, I felt like kind of similar to my prayer time with you beforehand, just, you know, walking in the presence of God and just kind of like I handed him like a slip of paper in in my what I could see in my spirit and just was like, I, I don't even know what was on my piece of paper. I don't know if it was stress or anxiety. Mm. I'm not even sure. Mm. But I just handed him something. Mm. And then I felt like what I could see was he, he handed me yeah. back and it said Psalm 37, 4. Uh, mm. And, of course, at the time, I was like, wait, which one is that? You know, and I, I said it out loud because I, I could see it on the, the writing, like Psalm 37, 4. And I said, wait, which one's Psalm 37, 4? My pastor, Jason Powers, said, delight yourself in the Lord, mm. and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And so, um, man, that, that word delight uh, and just really delighting in him this year. And then when you say excite, I just see him together, just delighted and excited Come to on, see man. what God does. <laughs> and so I'm adding somebody last night asked me, what's your word for this year? I said, well, as of yesterday, it's delight, mm. delighting in the Lord. But I'm adding, I'm adding, delighted, uh, delighted and excited <laughs> to see what God does. Amen. And again, just appreciate you and blessings upon you Likewise. and the difference you're making at Agape Christian Church, but in San Antonio and for being God's point guard, man. God appreciate glory, you. Man. Appreciate, appreciate you. you. Yeah. All right. I'll sign off with this. We're very bold ministries. And that comes off. I didn't put it on your football, man. I owe you another scripture, Second Corinthians cool. three twelve. Fill it up. So <laughs> Fill it up. we got to leave some space for some uh, rockets yeah. and Thunderbirds yeah. so they can get those autographs on there. <laughs> But Second uh, Corinthians three twelve, Paul's talking about first. He's talking about the fading glory of Moses' face, mm-hmm. and then talking about that New Testament glory and that covenant, new covenant mm-hmm. glory mm-hmm. that does not fade away. And uh, he talks about then. And I want to remind you who are listening and watching that um, man. Think about and concentrate and focus, meditate on the good things God has done in your life. Mm. See where he has brought you, even from yesterday, today. You're still standing. Mm. You're still kicking. And the the spirit of God wants to speak to your heart. He wants to give you encouragement. Mm. Maybe he did through Pastor uh, Perryman, through Stu. Maybe he's just speaking to your spirit directly right now. He wants to give you that. Would you focus on the hope that he has given you. He loves you. He is the creator of all things, and he loves you and desires that relationship that we've been talking about just one-on-one. It's not just for Sundays. It's for every day. This is the year. This is the time. Now is the time. So you can release. You can let go, and you can say, Jesus, I I need that love more and more, so just bring it. I want to hear it. I want to know it. I want to seek you daily. I want to seek your face. I want to know you better. That's what he wants to do. And as you focus on his goodness, then we get to the point where the Apostle Paul says, and this is right from 2 Corinthians 3.12, and I got the marksman, man. This is why we call him the marksman, because he's ready to sign off. Before we do that, Steve at VeryBold.com, you can reach out to me. Would you please be praying for Agape Christian Church and Pastor Perryman and all that they're doing um, and all that's going on around San Antonio and, uh, man, I'm just, I'm blessed and I hope you were as well. So here we go. Second Corinthians three twelve. This is it. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold, very bold radio and podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's word and through inspiring interviews. Go to verybold.com for information and updates and email Steve at very bold.com. <laughs>